0: Going on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to the Brass Ring Media Podcast, the free flagship edition of the show for Thursday, January 25th, 2024. What's going on? I'm Zach Haydorn. That is Tyler Sage. It is a uh not 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 the funnest of days to do this show. Um I just with the news that has come out in the last, you know, the last three hours, Tyler, um, we had other plans for the show today that I think would have been more, uh, certainly more uh, enjoyable, but um, you know, the news is what the news is. And uh, we uh, are going to kind of, I don't want to say break it down because that makes it sound too much like something you could just break down, but just discuss the horrific nature of it. And you know, what's next, what it means for the for the company, what it means for TKO group potentially. Um, and most importantly, like what what we can what kind of justice we hope the uh you know the victims of this entire situation can uh can get uh can get at this to this point. So um, well, hello, first of all. I don't mean to just bury you in a barrage of you know, sick Vince McMahon stuff right out of the gate. Hello, hello, hope you're well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, good. I'm I'm good. Sorry, I thought you were talking to the, the crowd there. I was trying to pull up something. Um, oh no, I was talking to you. Uh, yeah. Hello. Sorry. It's uh, yeah. Good to be here. Not good to be talking about what's going on here. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, you know, you can just Google Vince McMahon's name. I'm sure, it'll pop up. Wall Street Journal had the same story. You know, is it is this the same journalist? I have a Yahoo article up, not the Wall Street Journal article. Is it the I, same journalist you know, I, I don't think it is the same journalist as before. Okay. Because uh, he had a lot of good sourcing on this. I'm trying to see when the Vince McMahon retirement tweet was. Just to kind of. I think
0: that was July. Dots of, here. July of
1: 21. July of 22.
0: 22.
1: Okay. 22. Yeah. I mean, this goes from 19, 2021 20, is like the key stuff here. Um, yeah. And that yeah, would for... make sense. Yeah. July 22nd, 2022. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: for people that don't know what um what we're talking about, um, news broke this morning. The Wall Street Journal um, reporting that a um, a victim that uh, a Vince McMahon sexual assault victim from 2021 and 2022 um, has come out and essentially sued Vince McMahon for not abiding to uh, the NDA that she signed in terms of uh, you uh, paying her the the full amount that she had been owed uh because of that because of that nda um and so with within that suit um uh, the wall street journal again that's the main source on this so you can you can go to my twitter page zach underscore haydorn to find it um and a host of other places at this point but as part of that suit the uh the allegations of the of the assault uh on the victim by Vince McMahon and others in the organization, including John Laurinaitis, including talent like Brock Lesnar, are fully detailed in a really, I mean, truly, truly horrific manner, disgusting, gross, um, you know, evil. Like, it's just like the worst of the worst, you know, the worst of the worst in terms of this. And, um, you know, and more so than just it being Vince McMahon, you know, I think it it paints a picture of a a systemic culture of, you know, of condoning that type of behavior in WWE. So, um, so that is what we're talking about here. Um, If you, if you, if you, if you missed that part, a lot of this lines up Tyler, I think with Mm -hmm. everything that happened in 2022 with Vince, you know, leaving, like it all kind of, you know, it's another piece of the puzzle that puts it all together. Um, and so things and so you know, so things are a little clearer as to as to what happened then, why it happened, the invest the board of directors investigation, uh, and so on and so forth. So um man, some pretty gross stuff. So I don't know, just uh toss your take out there, man. I mean, I I know what it is, you know, from the fundamentally, but you know, deeper than that, I mean it's it's pretty awful stuff. Even if you knew Vince McMahon was a bad dude, and I think we all did, um, there is something different about reading it in that type of detail, and um, mm-hmm. also the systemic nature that surrounds the whole thing. Given that it, you know, involved talent, it involved other executives, it involved passing, you know, this woman to other executives, it involved um, this the type of assault happening on premises, like at you know, at Titan Towers and WWE headquarters, some really, really, really bad stuff and really, really gross stuff that, um, even for me, someone who's been following Vince McMahon and his career for so long, still was a little bit jarred. You know, by you know just the, the the horrific nature of the of these specific allegations.
1: Yeah, and it's one thing about human nature, right? Like this this comes out when Vince retires, the NDAs, et cetera, like a lot of stuff you, you go to what you think is happening with events and, you know, to read it in gory detail is like, none of it is something I don't think happened, obviously, based on, Mm -hmm. I, I, I would, you know, it's all alleged from her side, but I would find it hard to not think any of it is true. If you had to ask me my personal opinion. Um, so, But like to read it in that detail is like, yeah, I mean, I could put like Vince being a disgusting creep in my brain. But like some of the the details is like, man, I mean, there's there's a quote in the line and, you know, like a five second warning here. But, you know, no means yes is a quote in the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. So like we're talking like the most serious level of that stuff. I mean, I don't want to really say it or get shadow banned by YouTube by saying it. But, you know, forced stuff all the way around. And, you know, the legitimate de- textbook definition of it as opposed to the, you know, what what you can expect from a Vince McMahon situation like that. So, it just, like, doesn't get any worse than this. And, yeah, when the guy at the top of the company is doing stuff like this and hiring friends and people that are yes men and whatever, right, like, the systemic values of the company um, are going. So, it's like, you know, we all have been excited about this stage of WWE post-events and creative but this is, like, I, you know, I certainly could be wrong, but I don't think this is happening under a Nick Khan and, and Paul LeBeck's run WWE. And, like, that is way better than us enjoying a product five hours a week. Um, yeah. That there's not, like, another, you know, hopefully this isn't happening outside of WWE for Vince. But it is what it is on that front. But, yeah, I mean, you know, what a Vince, just like his buddy, um, you know, not paying the person is what causes this. Like the absolute stupidity right. for the for the guy to not pay and then have this release too is um, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's there. And then it's important that Tracy just popped in there too. Like, yeah, I mean the the sex trafficking act. I think. Let me. What's the actual act name? I don't want to get that. Just like throw that off here. The uh,
0: uh, I don't like trafficking Re-
1: prevention act is was violated. Like. This is like a civil situation at the moment, but like, I don't know how, if you were in Connecticut, cause a lot of stuff took place in Stanford, like how that is not gonna get investigated by the DA in Connecticut for stuff like this going down. And just from an SEC standpoint, like all this stuff, right? So uh, yeah, I just, I don't think it's the end of it for sure. And I would be surprised if this stays civil at this point um, and doesn't turn to a criminal potential situation, which is good.
0: For sure nothing not happened,
1: obviously but and it,
0: yeah well it should turn into that. I mean it because it, like Tr- tracy said it, it's it's not just I mean it's 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 sexual assault and trafficking and it I mean and that's I, it's just um man it just makes me
1: like just I don't know
0: I have a hard time talking yeah. about it
1: I mean definitely definitely beyond I mean it's beyond assault I just really don't want to say you know there's a couple of R words I don't like to say, and that's one of them that was happening here. So
0: yeah, for sure. And, and you know, I think this. You know, we talked about this at the time. You know, when the when the initial kind of when first like the board of directors investigation started. Okay, we talked mm-hmm. about that for what it was, and all right. At that point, you and I both called out. Eh, this doesn't seem like this doesn't this is a big story, but it doesn't seem like the full story. And then Vince McMahon, you know, retires, right? Okay, you know, he's bu- like, it tells you certain things, but it wasn't the full story at the time. Didn't seem like the full story at the time, tip of the iceberg type things. Um, and, you know, this, <laughs> I think, is a major kind of puzzle piece that puts, connects all of those things together. The sick thing is, it's probably, it's probably not the end of the story either. Cause like you said, I mean, there are criminal avenues to go down here. There are other civil, civil avenues to go down here. Um, it's just a, uh, it's a real, op- it's a real, just a, just a bad day for to be a WWE fan or follower or someone who has to cover, cover this story. Um, what, what do you make of the timing of it, of it coming out on the heels of, you know, the big Netflix news. I don't, I mean, my sense is that a place like the Wall Street Journal, you know, wouldn't hold, uh, wouldn't hold that back if, you know, just to time it out properly. Um, how? But <laughs> WWE certainly could have pushed the Netflix thing to happen first. Um, so as to, you know, deaden some of the uh, potential and obvious backlash that would come to this. I find the timing... You know, stunningly interesting. Um, when you, when you look at it, like the 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 announcement that they had earlier, and and, and they had to know that that this was coming. Of course they obvi- of course they did. Um, Vince McMahon was still up there ringing the bell with The Rock, and you know you had Nick Khan and and The Rock on doing like the the TV circuit. You know, Pat McAfee and Nick Khan like yucking it up about how great Vince McMahon is. I mean, it's just like looking back and seeing that through the lens of like what we know about the last three hours, it's like, I don't know. Like, I still think that even this new guard, they are interested in protecting, you know, the Vince McMahon legacy of WWE rather than, you know, distance themselves from it. And, you know, creative is one thing, right? Like the creative, the product, that's one thing, but like, (laughs) This is that. This is something entirely different. And man, I was hoping that you know that we'd see some of that, but it just it just doesn't seem like that when you look at the last you know the last seventy two hours of WWE news. It seems like you know they are trying to continue to prop up this the legend that was Vince McMahon. And I just I just don't believe for a second that somebody like Paul Levesque, who's in that family and who's married to his daughter. Um, didn't know what was going on here. I just, uh, obviously, I don't have, I'm not breaking news there, but it's just my human sense that tells me, like, no, this was something that people knew about and didn't do anything about it. And even as late as Tuesday, we're still tr- trying to put Vince McMahon on this pedestal. And
1: it's awful looking back on that. Yeah. I mean, to be an executive in WWE, you have to make certain concessions in your life mm-hmm. right yeah and i think that paul Levesque, more so than his wife who's the daughter of the man involved she's totally out of the business essentially on on a couple occasions right mm-hmm. i mean um i don't yeah twice that. two times yeah <laughs> so you know those also kind of i mean she was in charge after these things happen and whatever right but like those guys you know, my previous thing was, like, I don't think those guys are doing this exact thing at the office in Stanford, right? That was the improvement. But they are certainly stooges and yes-men for the ultimate cult leader of WWE, right? If you want to get, like, down to brass tacks on it. Right, right. That, that WWE is a political engine in its own way, just like every corporation is a small version of a political party, of government, right? There's there's infighting. There's people vying for power. It's succession, right? Was Logan Roy, a good human being? No. Were all the t- kids any better? Like, probably it could be worse depending worse. on your interpretation of the stories, right? Because they chose to continue in that path or that put it, you know, pushing that guy up, right? I mean, you can go into, you know, American political stuff easily as a correlation here on both sides of the aisle, on on what's what's happened and who's propagated who to get power and do things all like that. So does that surprise me? No. Do I think that ever really changes? No. Do I think that Nick Khan and Paul Levesque think Vince McMahon is a good guy? They probably hate his guts more than we do. If I had to guess. And they are going on the show and touting him up and news like this drops and you hope he gets canceled from the entire company as a result, as they've done to certain wrestlers in the past but is that going to happen? I don't know. But that's just kind of what how I take people that are at the top of WWE here now and forever. Then forever, I should say.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to at, at this point, including people in his own family. You know, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. you know, even you know, um, Stephanie and Triple H in particular. Like I, this story hits for everybody. Like I, I totally. I mean, I I, I totally stipulate into that, but someone that has two daughters, they've got three daughters, it's like, dude, that's your that's your grandfather, man. Like that, there's like something just dark and twisted about that. Um, that it's hard for me to like get past. Like, you know, my kid, my my five-year-old is she's in she she loves WWE right now, just loves loves AEW, loves Hook, loves Becky Lynch, and it's just like so obviously she's not going to learn anything about this story for quite some time, but it's still just like the tone. I'm just like, Oh man, it's just, uh, it's really, it's really bad. It's really awful. Um, I'm just going to throw up some quotes today. We're not going to do the super chat deal. Um, uh, thanks to everybody who's listening live, by the way, appreciate you all Ryan and Sean and Tracy um, and everybody else who's tuned in, thank you. Thanks for trusting our 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 coverage on this, and to to come to us for uh, for you know kind of analysis and and, and having this hard conversation. Uh, Ryan says Vince McMahon's retirement and the Netflix price do not pass the stiff test. From my business background, I'm posting that up, Ryan, to hopefully get a little more uh, intel on what on what exactly what exactly you mean there. To they overpaid. You know, let, let just add to that so we can uh, continue that discussion. Yeah. Um,
1: I'd ha- I'd have to guess he thinks underpaid based on his previous. Uh, oh,
0: I see. Okay,
1: but yeah, the the retirement from twenty twenty two. I'd like to connect those two as well. But so if Ryan's still watching, please connect those dots for us.
0: Yeah. The what what when you hear this story and you and knowing what you know about you know where WWE is right now because mm-hmm. it's definitely in a different situation than if this story broke a year ago um in terms of being its own company now it's a part of TKO group which is in part of Endeavor um Endeavor certainly does not have a good track record of disciplining its top you know its top executives by any stretch of the imagination all you the only thing you have to do is look at how Ari Emanuel handled the situation with Dana White, um, and him hitting his wife on camera at a restaurant uh on New Year's Eve. I think it was a year ago. Uh you know, they don't have a good he didn't have a good tracker record of that. Um, I don't know. I mean, there should have been consequences for Dana. Um, there should be consequences for Vince here. Um, do you think there will be?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's like you get in the boring machinations of the structure of the company, right? I, I don't recall. I don't. He's not. I know he's like the executive board member, right? Which is easily yes. voted out by by members of the board. If now, if you're The Rock and you just took the position, <laughs> you're kind of now on the hook to vote him out, you would think, if that comes up.
0: That's to ironic. Protect
1: yourself. So, you know, was it worth the name? I don't know at this point to, to be embroiled and to go in bed with that guy, right? Metaphorically. And. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think if there is any machination that they can do as at a corporate level to get him out, it'd be, you know, an anti, it'd be against your fiduciary duty to do that. Uh, if I'm a stockholder
0: to get him and, to keep him in or to get him out.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it would be, I like, I think you could sue the company if they do not try and remove him.
0: Oh yes. Okay. okay.
1: So like the fiduciary, their fiduciary, um, standard is to do everything that's best for the company and having, a guy in this position with these allegations at the top of one of your two brands is makes no zero sense in any business. I don't care what they're doing, what they've contributed, whatever, right? If this is Elon Musk and all this stuff is happening as well, Tesla would get him out of the CEO role as would X, et cetera, right? You have to do that as a company. So, you know, I think, I don't know the, you know, that's a Brandon Thurston. If you guys don't follow him, he's a great follow for business. machinations Wonderful like follow. that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he'll have a lot of great information today. Um, so I would lean on him on if that is possible. Certainly, if you can, he needs to have no part of this business. And him selling that stock might have been a, hey, let me make sure I get 670 out of this if everything is taken away from me, if I need a legal defense and I need a cushion for, you know, the rest of my life. Not saying that's why he did it because... But it is odd that if you know a deal is imminent and the price is probably going to jump tremendously when that happens, why you sell then and not, you know, the day after. Mm -hmm. So um, that tells me obviously news coming and might have been a protection for himself. So I don't like that. Also, if I'm a stockholder, that he's lowering company value at the time to protect himself is not in the interest of the company. So from those boring machinations outside the morality of it, I think you can get him on that stuff, which is part of the problem with American corporate structure anyway, but yeah.
0: From a business end too, like, I think, you know, Ari Emanuel, who's the head of TKO and the CEO of Endeavor, you know, he's known and has a reputation of being a ruthless businessman. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's out there. That's easy to find. Um, You know, so even if, if you're him and you're taking like all the, you know what should be you know top of the list reasons out of 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 why to you know do something about this with with Vince McMahon, and why he you know if you just look at it from a business perspective, if you're deciding about Dana White and you're like oh man like this is terrible this is on tape you know we can't you can't talk your way out of it because it's on tape, but business wise you know I think the UFC suffers without dana white at the top right now today like i don't think wwe does without vince mcmahon and that you know that could be a reason why you know maybe you do see ari Emanuel make a move here with vince when he didn't with dana white because the company's humming along nicely without him um i think Nick Khan brings significantly more value to WWE than Vince McMahon does at this point. And Triple H brings significantly more value from a creative perspective than Vince McMahon does at this point. So he may feel more f- like again, this is just it's awful to say because both situations were so are so terrible. But he may be, he just may feel like from a business perspective, yeah, it makes more sense to, you know, we can we can afford. To, to do this with Vince and that's why I kind of lean towards like I wouldn't be surprised that if you know 24 hours, 24 hours from now you know something happens there um, with with him because it's so bad like and it's you know and, and there's there's text messages there's you know proof it's just <clears throat> it's bad.
1: Yeah and again in the court filing, the first line um, is that you know why this is happening. Is the NDA was broken for the, the payments, are broken for the NDA, but it's also to speak out for victims that can't or won't or are scared to speak out, right? I mean, right, like this right, you just redo this stuff, you know, this is not the only time this has happened. This is like 74 year old Mr. McMahon. I mean, you don't think he was doing this at 40, 50, 60. So, you know, I mean, there's well, mean, like, dude, you're had... other victims there that are going to come out, which they should. And, you know hope all well for them but Yeah, go ahead.
0: well you have Rita Chatterton back in the 80s yeah. you know and now you have this woman in 2021 I mean that's a scary long time yeah when you look they were living
1: uh, living together in 2019 um, like yeah. as a forced relationship essentially if, if you read the court filing. so um, yeah it goes 19 2021 20, yeah not good
0: yeah yeah. Um, let's get to some, uh, some chats here. Uh, again, we're not doing the super chat thing today. Um, just just gonna let everybody sound off on this thing. Um, so back to, back to Ryan's uh, point here. Thanks for adding more context to that. We thought this is what you meant, but I uh, just wanted to, to call that out. Ryan says, Vincent, M- Vince McMahon retired out of the blue. And then Tyler's piece yesterday nailed my point in this inflationary time. It is crazy to lock in a price for 20 years without increasing payments. So, yeah, I mean, the, the thought being here, WWE kind of took the – I mean, it's hard, hard to classify $5 billion as a low lowball low ball offer, but when you look at it in the framework of 20 years, I think it is. And Tyler wrote a great uh, by-the-numbers piece on our Stream Media Substack page that you guys can go um, – and check out right now. Hopefully, you subscribe to that. Some really good content this week, and we'll continue to throughout the weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, this could be a situation where you're Nick Khan and you're Paul Levesque and you're Ari Emanuel, Vince McMahon, and going. Well, <laughs> in four days, we're not gonna we're not gonna get five billion. So let's just let's just take this while we can. And you know, I suppose that's a I didn't think of it that way. Uh, you guys both did, and it's not. You know, it's not beyond the realm of possibility for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's 5 billion for 10. They could extend it 10 years. And no one knows the elevator on that second 10 years. Right. Just right. Assume there it's least market value. So if, if it's infl- with inflation, maybe it's another 10 years and it's six point eight billion, seven billion, something like that. So, but like to be at this market rate for 20 years is, you know, it smelled off to me when it happened as well um, at, you know, whenever I saw it at, 7:45 in the morning i was like that's way too cheap and way too long for a pretty savvy business company to uh to do something and you know there's the industry's talks as well so maybe netflix knew about this too this is like we're getting to the gross business talk here but yeah. you know if they knew and they're like hey we can get a great deal because of this like you know that's why i have chosen in my life not to be an executive of a uh, corporation to like deal with humans in that way this is, is unsightly to me. So yeah. yeah. If that happened, I don't know if that did happen. I'm just projecting. So
0: let's go to Brandon McClare here. Brandon, thanks for, for joining the show, man. Always good to, good to talk with you. Wish it was on better circumstances today. Uh, Brandon says, this says a lot about media conglomerates and old boys clubs too. They think that TKO felt it necessary to include Vince for TV negotiations. Business was improved virtually all around after his ouster. It was, if it was only about money, Networks and streaming platforms should have seen that and been pleased to negotiate with the new blood. It's, it's a great point. And, 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 and Brandon, you may not have been on when we talked about this at the beginning, but like I go back Tyler to those kind of the the TV rounds that were made on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, (laughs) I mean, it's such a bad look for you. Like why if you're Nick Khan, like why saddle yourself with that type of praise for this type of guy when you know, it's when you know it to be true already, because you know, Vince McMahon, right? Like, he knows Vince McMahon at a deeper level than most people probably do. Mm-hmm. So he knows it anyway. But then on top of that, you know, that this is coming, like why, you know, there's ways to get around those questions without like kind of driving that Vince McMahon propaganda. Like, man, looking back, I mean, there's so much not to like here, but a big part of it for me is like just the the elevating of the McMahon legend for absolutely no reason, as 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 Brandon's talking about here. It's it's mm-hmm. it's just unfathomable.
1: Yeah. Well, the good news is, at least in modern times, like the legacy of Vince McMahon is absolutely ruined at this point. Right. Imagine well, the sure. amount of of docu series of biopics where it's going to paint him in a horrible light and make him basically the monster of an entire subset of sport, um, uncompared to really anyone else, you know, because if he was the commissioner of the NFL and this happened, he'd be gone in a second, right? Because the structure of that is you work for the owners, right? Um, You know, there's been a lot, if you're an owner doing stuff like this in sports, you have a harder time to get kicked out because, you know, think of the you guy own, who owned the, the team. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah
1: what, what was that guy's name? The guy that owned the Clippers. The L.A. Clippers before Ballroom. Um,
0: The, the, met, the Microsoft like, guy? But,
1: no, before him. It was the oh. guy that, like, called his mistress, girlfriend, and was using the N-word. Um, oh, stuff yeah. like D- that. I forgot. But, like, yeah. Donald, Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling. There we go. Yes, thank, thank you, Ryan. Guy. So, you know, that was kind of hard to get him out because you have to get the other owners to vote i think you'd need 24 out of the 30 owners or 23 something like that because you're minusing him as a vote but like they don't want their stuff stirred up either right and that's kind of goes to the old boys network of billionaires and people like that behaving badly and that this is a thing that happened at wwe but it's systemic with i think human culture at this point in 2024 but american billionaire culture for sure so but uh I'm not I think I de- derailed from my point there, but yeah.
0: We'll you just back in. Get back on the rail.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the um there's some really damning stuff about Brock Lesnar in these uh in these filings and in the Wall Street Journal report. Um I, I haven't read the sixty five page filing, um, but the way Wall Wal- Street
1: yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, you we're know, going I think you're about to say it. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> the way they reference like, just protect you. That's what I was trying to get at, so.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, it's yeah. a,
1: they don't use his name, right? So. Yeah.
0: They don't they don't use his name. Um Wall Street Journal kind of uses his name, uh but it's all it all ties back to how he's referenced in these filings, which is uh uh WWE World Champion and Former UFC heavyweight champion, who the <laughs> WWE was working to negotiate uh, a return with in 2021, and so there you go. Yep. I mean, like it's pretty obvious who that was. Yep. Um, and 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 Wall Street Journal does go so far as to um, connect those dots for the reader. So um, you know, it's pretty obvious. Um, man, there's. Just, I mean, it's it's awful stuff. I mean, Brock Lesnar willing willingly participates in the trafficking and assault of this of this woman and it would have gone even further by this by the sounds of things um if it weren't for like a ill-timed snowstorm like it's really really bad and um so tyler when you hear that about brock i mean it i mean i don't believe brock was has been kind of um i don't believe that there's been allegations like this against him before i don't i don't know that for sure i haven't heard any um but you know knowing his proximity to vince mcmahon how close they are together and just how much leverage brock seemed to have over vince more so than really anybody it's now you kind of you know you kind of know why you can put a to b to c together and you know it's um it just, it paints him obviously in a terrible, terrible light. And I don't know that anybody will look at him the same. Nobody should. And I, I would, I have my, I've like significant doubts that we, you know, that we see him again, if he was, if he's planning on on a coming out at number 30 at the Royal Rumble on Saturday, you know, I bet this, I bet Paul Levesque has already made that call and said, Hey, you know, sorry, bro. You know, you, 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 you you can't, and, and we may not see him in the ring ever again. And that you know, yeah. and that would be right.
1: Yep, yeah. and I think that's totally fine for that reason. I mean, honestly, like I'm not going to shed a tear if I don't ever see Brock in the ring again. If he's part of this, if I don't see John Laurinaitis, yeah, oh. who's named, who's named, ever doing anything. If Vince never does anything again, right? I think that is totally fine and, and warranted. And I think Amos had a good point up in the chat of you know nothing has been alluded. But if that's enticed Brock, like you know who has defended Vince like the way Brock defended Vince Remember the day he retired and Brock like stormed out of storm Oh camp? yeah he
0: stormed right right yep
1: so yep. like who is also tied to Vince in that same way from a loyalty standpoint that might be because they have some horrible allegiance together through X um you know I-, I would be surprised if it's only Brock nothing to base that on but you know 30 year old powerful rich guys can be enticed with things like that we've seen that story a million times so again leads to the trafficking thing which certainly should be like you know it's which is weird about this right like if you lay all this out to me as someone who would guess here it seems like brock would be more likely and lauren would be more likely to get criminal charges than vince because it's like it seems like that like head of the conspiracy or whatever head of the whole organization like you need a rico trial to take that person down not so much like like a tax evasion for al capone sort of thing which is like interesting Mm -hmm. but like like if all three of them were indicted on criminal charges in six months to a year i wouldn't be shocked at all based on like the seriousness of trading human beings for sexual pleasure on your end is is the brass tacks of it so
0: yeah, I mean, and yeah, I want to, I mean, yeah, let's go to Eric here. Uh, we know Vince is a creep, but doesn't taking money to be silent about having sex make you not only a prostitute, but completely lacking any honor, come back on the deal and claim victimhood? Yeah, Eric, no, I disagree with this uh, 100%. Um, I probably shouldn't even put this up uh, because I disagree with it that much, but I wanted to, to call it out and, 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 you know, call you out for writing it. No, it doesn't. Um, I don't think it does at all. Like that poor person was tortured by somebody with a lot of power and somebody with a lot of leverage and somebody with a, you know, a a major angle of control over this, over this woman and over this victim. And so, um, you know, in my mind, and Tyler, you know, you're on the other end. You got a microphone, so push back. But in my mind, that person, you know, is allowed to come out with whatever kind of details she wants, whenever she feels ready. And if that's because she didn't get, you know, if that's because she decided that okay, you know, X amount of money is worth me just not going through this anymore fine. And then when it became clear that she wasn't getting that wanting to just drop bombs, like I I think she's entirely entitled to operate, um, uh, in that manner, 100%. And so, um, she is a victim. She should get taken care of. And I hope she gets everything she wants out of this takes a lot of, uh, courage to, to do what she did and to come out with what she did. And I don't, I, I agree wholeheartedly and 100%. Eric. Tyler, am I? Go ahead if you want to comment. Yeah,
1: you on that. D- you don't agree wholeheartedly with Eric. You said you agreed with Eric. All right, I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, Jesus. I yeah. so just to make sure yes. for posterity's sake. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, agree hundred percent. I think you know the uh, if you've never been in a spot where you're feeling controlled or being controlled or being taken advantage of, and you are in a spot, you know, I don't know if anyone's ever had depression, anxiety, not in that case where you feel like. You're in a prison of your own making, and it's mm-hmm. your fault. And, you know, I'm not saying any of this happened through her mind. I'm just trying to think of some personal issues I've had in life that are not yeah. not not anywhere near this, right? So it's hard to project myself onto the, onto the situation. But um, I think a lot of people walking around in the world are being controlled by another human being in one way, shape, or form. They feel like they can't escape, and it's hard to get out. And just because you don't have the ability to, like, leave everything behind and start over again because you've gotten yourself into a position that you thought, hey, maybe this is a great job and I want to do this. And then all of a sudden it turns into something like this and you can't, whatever, right? That has happened to a lot of people and a lot lesser extent of what happened here. And I would encourage you to go read some of the accusations that happened here because I don't care if you were in a loving relationship with somebody. um, I don't think any of these were even close. So it's a situation where easier said than done and you can't to, to not be in that position yourself and then say like, Oh, well they were asking for it because of what they were wearing, which is essentially what you're saying. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that, it's that argument. So, um, you know, I, we are both here to beat you up over that. And I would encourage you to reach out and maybe learn a little bit more about it. Um, but I would have, you know please still watch but we both wholeheartedly disagree with you and um you know to just quantify this as this man is a creep is um underselling the evil nature of the human being so right right thank you. yes yes um the as
0: i said to start the show and we haven't really dug into it but it's you know the the you know What it says about Vince McMahon, what it says about Brock Lesnar, what this all says about John Laurinaitis is is, is obvious. You know, it's awful. It's disgusting. But, like, the systemic nature of this in WWE, like, and how it was protected for so long, condoned for so long, you know, uh, allowed to happen, you know, on-premises, you know, and look, I know it's the chairman of the board, but – you know, it, it's still – I mean, it's its still just un- unbelievable to think that that could happen like that. Um What – in your eyes, like, how do you clean up this in in, in WWE now? I, I think it's much harder to do after Tuesday. Like, I know I keep going back to this, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's so hard to come – if Nick Khan can't come out today and go – well, man, this is really shocking news and we can't believe it. And Viz McMahon's gone. And you know, we've, you know, he can say all these things, but no one's gonna believe it. Like from a legality perspective, like, okay, you can you can you can do that and you're protected from the law. But you know, it it, it just stands out to me like how many people are involved to kind of protect this kind of thing from happening and for, you know, you know, I, I just you know. There's there's notes in there about Vince showing uh, pictures and videos to other to other talent on the roster. Like lots of people knew about this, um, and so you know that has to be cleaned up. And I hope the company addresses that. And um, you know, instead of just running to defend Vince McMahon or defend the corporate interests, obviously that's going to be part of it. But I think in 2024 coming out and making a statement and, you know, talking about the company, talking about what happened, talking about why things are different. Like that is part of like corporate, corporate business control too. Mm -hmm. I just like to see that because the systemic nature really got me like this was, you know, it was a, uh, it was a guy's, it was Vince McMahon's like breeding breeding ground for, for this type of activity. And
1: I, you know, it's just, man. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think to like starting now. If if I'm a consulting firm and you're asking me your WWE TKO what what to do, it's got to start with Ari Emanuel, right? He's yeah. the head of that yeah. company. Yep, he's got to come out like once. You know, you don't want to do what this was like two hours ago. This news dropped. Like uh, yeah, it was like before lunch, like
0: right before
1: lunch. Okay, so you know you know, you don't have to do it today, but like, you got to get your ducks in a row and as much as you can distance yourself from Vince. He's really has no power in the company from a day-to-day thing. Right. So you got to right. sever all that. And it's like, you got to, you know, I don't, I don't know what you do on the television product, um, but you kind of like whitewash. Yeah. Maybe I think you got to whitewash him, especially if you're Netflix and let's say you're going to have the, network equivalent and you're going to have all that stuff like can you can watch Benoit stuff on the network right you can like, you can watch his matches yeah but there's no like thing so you know that level of yeah. scraping where that's vince winning the rumble is the last one on is the last thumbnail no matter what so you have to really dig really deep to find it stuff like that like that's how the Benoit stuff is treated yeah. and like you just have to and own it. I mean, I don't know how you do that in, in kayfabe on TV, but you know, through your corporate actions, you have to be like, this is a new era, and you don't have statues events, you don't have the Vince McMahon, Memorial Cup, whatever, all that sort of BS that you could expect to happen, especially on his passing, and you know, you just, you go from there. You don't have him in the, the now forever, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you just like, move on, and you're a new entity and you bought this property and any sort of ties there. That's just like from the facing standpoint, right? Right. right? From the, from the, you know, from the actual HR side of this, you have to know, I like I'm reading all of this and I'm getting like, who, like as within a shadow of a doubt, who is looking at the, um, you know, who's, who's the one that was like, Oh, let me, let me meet her. You know that that sort of allegation that's in there, right? Of like seeing the video and be like, "Oh, you got to introduce me, like whoever that is, executive, non-executive wrestler."
0: Yeah, you want top,
1: uh, yep. top person. Like you got to start severing ties with all those people, and you got to really show and clean house of all that stuff. So, yeah, you do. That's
0: a great point. Yeah, I mean, there should. Yeah, I mean, announcing, you know, an investigation into like into this you would not be surprising.
1: Yeah. Um that's if that's if you're serious too, right? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Con and Paul Levesque and Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn who's not there anymore. They all know, right? They all knew this was happening. So they're all not innocent either. So it's okay. like at what level do you do this of that? So do I expect them to do that in clean house and like start from scratch? No, certainly not. So I have no expectations for the company um to, to really even do the first part of this. And like distance themselves from McMahon, but that's what I would do. I would suggest to yeah. To. I I
0: I think the low the low bar here is and is to you know is to distance themselves from Vince McMahon. Like I I think that that's if I had to guess, my guess is like that that I don't know. I think that that will happen. Um, just because it's so bad for for their business. I mean, it's just really really like a bad uh a bad look you know harvey weinstein levels of bad uh, of you know and and criminality um that is yet to really unfold and like do you want to be a company that again just from a company perspective do you want to be a company that is just saddled with this as it goes on and on and on and on and on i would say you don't obviously and i my guess is that 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 will be how they see, um, you know, handling this. And also, you know, again, the cynic in me is like, that's also like the easiest way to handle it, because Vince mm-hmm. is not involved in anything anymore. Yeah. So And he doesn't need to be. So like they can come off smelling like roses here and really not address like address a major issue, obviously. But to your point, like there's a people that, you know, were a part of keeping this under wraps still 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 there and um they get a different kind of blame in this for sure but blame nonetheless um in my eyes and uh you know you know the, the 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 kevin dunn him leaving the company stands out to me more now you know given the timing the timing of it and you know the naivety of just oh Netflix wanted a new direction, which is what I said on the show Tuesday, <laughs> looks a lot different now. You know, <laughs> given how his proximity to Vince McMahon and the and and I mean he was his right hand guy for so many so many years. Bruce Pritchard, same thing. Like so, um yeah, yeah. No, no, nothing would surprise me in that regard. But I think that they, I, I think that they will. You know Vince McMahon is expendable at this point in time in his career, and they may, you know, they may jump on this um, because of that. Sean, thanks for thanks for watching. I'm curious if Conrad talks to Bruce about this. He won't admit he won't admit anything, but it's bad. Um, I would be stunned if that (laughs) if that comes up. That is not um, that is not Conrad's style uh, at all, and I don't think bruce pritchard would ever agree to it um i would be shocked i would be shocked i, I think it's more likely that triple h nick con <laughs> bruce pritchard all get fired from wwe than it is for conrad to talk about this on his podcast with, yeah with and he's it's also like never
1: guy. talked about his father-in-law on the on the podcast either so you know that's a good it, thing. that's another thing yeah he <laughs> did yeah
0: no that's not that's not that's not the conrad podcast brand it just isn't yeah
1: um, uh, Sean, well, thanks, thanks so much like, for listening, man. I sorry, appreciate, we
0: appreciate you. We do. Thank you.
1: One small thing about this. So it looks like Vince still owns 28 million shares of stock, mm-hmm. which would equate to under 30, percent but close to 30% of total value. So like you got to think about that too. The 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 non more morality way to look at this is like, um, you know, he could blow up the stock if he wanted to if he sold all 30%. I mean, I don't know if he could. Certainly couldn't in one day, but you know you can liquidate that, and so from a corporate standpoint, they're going to be very careful of that. So don't expect anything major um, when he can you know sell thirty percent of the stock in one day and totally sink the stock, which is not what they want.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, especially on the heels of uh, you know the news of the week, the other news of the week, the more more fun news of the week. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Tracy coming in here. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Sounds. Like even Linda may have known, according to the filing. Yeah, yeah. There's details in there about Linda that doesn't didn't surprise me in the least. It always yeah, seemed, I was say. <laughs> It always seemed that um, she's just as complicit as everybody else in, in all this. Um, yeah, I think they slept
1: in separate beds for a long time in their relationship. To put it nicely.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think um, separate houses, uh,
1: maybe separate states. Separate
0: states. Yes. Like, I, yeah, I just don't. I think it tells you a lot about her too, which is not a good thing, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. not a good thing at all. Yep. Um, let's see. What I want to make sure I flagged a couple other um, chats here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Amos, Amos. Wasn't there a stock buyout in Vince's deal with TKO? Something like this happened. Yeah. That was what you were alluding to earlier, right? About Vince selling that stock.
1: Yeah. He sold back. like, yeah. Sold. I, I took out the tab, but he sold like 7.5 something million shares for $670 million. Yes. He still owns 28 million shares. Right. So he had, you know, 40 or he had like 34, 36% of the company. Now he has like 28% of the company basically after that big sell off. But that's like what you would do in one quarter for are like if you did that every quarter for two years to get out of a position would be like as aggressive as anyone would be to get out of the stock.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean like the, the,
1: yeah, you know, like Ryan laid out, that was probably the max he could sell in a year. So right. he probably sold as much as he could have.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like that, that, I mean, when you look at those numbers, you're like, oh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stock. That's a big number. But in the big scheme of things, like it's not that big. It's not. It wasn't that big. Like it was big, but he still had thirty percent, thirty percent left. You know, so he's still mm-hmm. a, a still a major, a major player. Like as far as, as far as that as far as that goes. And I don't know enough about the stock market to, to comment as to whether or not like, you know, could, could TKO buy him out? Like, you know, and, and just buy him out outright.
1: I just look at the price. I don't think they have the cash for that. So they'd probably have to do some agreement where they would, or they would take on debt to do it. Um, That's a lot of stock buybacks for the company to buy. And Ryan might have an answer for that, but that seems unlikely seems more like you need a handshake deal, like go away and we won't like destroy your image on your television product Yeah,
0: that you can't say that, but you know,
1: there's that's the whole political back dealing that we're privy, not privy to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this is, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, we'll ride off into the sunset here. Um, And uh, we're going to go do the member show and uh, try to try to talk about other topics, even though it doesn't seem, you know, as. uh, Certainly is not as important as 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 this story, Um, but. You know, with uh, you're reminded, just it's just like a a harsh reality reminder, and this is for a bunch of people here, um, not (laughs) the victim of Vince McMahon, that like, you know, the company that you, that we all follow, that we all, you know, enjoy, you know, we, we cover it here on the show. We cover it in our newsletter know, we cover it in all sorts of different ways. You know, it's, you know, I, I, I it, it just was kind of stunning when it, when it all happened. It's like, holy, I mean, it still hit you like a ton of bricks, even though you knew kind of that possibility was still, was still out there, you know, with Vince McMahon. And, um, you know, for a guy who built the company the way that he did, um, you know, you hear these stories and it's like, man, what, on what foundation was it all, was it all built on? And, and, you know, as you mentioned, Tyler, like certainly this isn't the only one. And, And it just, it just, it really makes you just question like, you know, the legacy of the company and the legacy. I mean, we know what the legacy of Vince McMahon is now and it is what it is today. Um, But I think it's bigger than that too. It's like, you know, the, the industry can still be gross, disgusting and evil. Like it was, you know, in the 1950s, like that element of it Mm -hmm. still there in 2022, 2023, like it is in a lot of businesses. And that's, you know, that sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, control V, control, control C, control V. A yep. lot of entertainment companies on what you just said, and more stories like this they get out, the better for the culture change of it all, right? Like yep. if if the wine scene news doesn't come out, then there's less change, less fast. Same thing here. Hopefully, this has not happened anymore. In mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing uh, about AEW. We've talked about them today, like. I would be surprised. I have my beast with Tony Khan, but I'd be surprised if Tony Khan was portraying this stuff. But right, I wouldn't right. be shocked either, right? So let's hope that in the wrestling business going forward that this is an absolute happens zero percent of the time. So yeah. It's more yeah. likely. More likely a big outlier, hopefully. But um so yeah, it just it is what it is, and more stories and more visibility on it, I think, is a good thing if you're able to you know go public with it and have you know um, five million wrestling fans google your name and see what you look like if you're the victim etc which is not a fun place to be find out where you live said you hate tweets and all that sort of stuff so good not a place i'd want to be that's for sure and a reason i wouldn't want to come out even if i was wrong so
0: right right and you know you know like like on that on that note like we will end we'll end on this like thank you to everybody for joining us we appreciate it again we'll have um some uh some you know true wrestling content Royal rumble preview on the members show um you guys can check you guys know how to check that out um but thank you for everybody who joined us to have like an honest you know mature conversation about this that's mm-hmm. what i was hoping to do um that's our style of how we cover all of our topics, including the tough ones like this. And again, I want to just reiterate as we go off the air here, like I really hope the victim in this situation gets what she wants. As Tyler said, it's not, it's not a, you know, certainly not a place that you'd ever want to be. Um, And it does take a lot of courage to come out and know the minute you put your face and your name to this, you know, you, you know, you know, what comes with it, you know, what's going to come on the other side and it's not good. And, but you know, (laughs) props to her for doing it so that, you know, things can slowly get a little bit better. And uh, again, I just hope she gets what she wants and good on her um, for, for taking that, for taking, for taking that step. We'll wrap it up there. Tyler, thank you, sir.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited for the, uh, uh, member show get yes. a little more light conversation but you know this was an important thing to do especially i'm glad we did this on the free side not the paid side so um for you know everyone that watched today i hope you enjoyed our take on wrestling talk and uh you know i would just think to yourself if you want to listen to the side that is like making fun of not the situation but like gets into the comedy part of like you know, there's a Allegation in there about things that were named over certain things. Like if that's Mm -hmm. like a bit on a day like this, I would really consider what you know what you're listening to. I haven't heard it yet, but I know it's out there somewhere. So Uh,
0: I'm sure it's out there. Hopefully that
1: made coded sense, but I don't really want to get on it beyond that.
0: So don't say it. Yeah, we don't want to be the show
1: that that says it, but I'm
0: sure it is out there. And yeah,
1: thank you guys for Just consider what you're listening to on that on this subject. So yeah, thanks.
0: Appreciate y'all. We'll catch you guys next week. We'll have Royal Rumble cover for you all weekend. Uh, we will be here, you know, with our Royal Rumble coverage, our Royal Rumble post-show. Post-show.
1: It's been forever.
0: Oh, uh, It's been a long time for a post-show. We'll have that. Um, so keep an eye out. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who watched us live. Thank you to everybody who tuned in after the fact on YouTube and via your favorite podcast feed. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you guys all next time.
1: See you. See you.